Welcome to another edition of the Asheville Sound. I am your host, John Lauderer. Today we are joined by local singer, songwriter, and band leader, Alex Krug. And I'm on the line with local singer, songwriter, band leader, Alex Krug. How are you doing, Alex? I'm doing so good. How are you this evening? Oh, great. Doing good. Hanging out here with the fam. What are you up to this evening? Um, I actually had a little band practice and then um, came home to talk to you. No oh, good. Well, thanks for wrapping it up early for me. Uh, we were uh, acquainted by our mutual acquaintance, everybody's friend on the music scene, I'm sure, the hardest working man in show business, uh, Mr. Zach Page. Uh, oh, yeah. Zach is a hard worker. Yeah. How long have you been working with him? Um, I've been working with him for maybe three years. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm super honored that he wants to play with us. He's so solid and creative and definitely at times the glue that keeps us together. Really? Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, guys like him can be have their hands in so many different pies, especially considering he has a, a family of his own with two kids. Uh, he, he finds the time to be in multiple projects and somehow does them all well. So we love Zach. Yeah. That's yeah. In, he's impressive. Yeah. 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 I, uh, I first knew uh, Andy cause I, I went to Appalachian state and Andy's the guitar uh, guru up there. And, uh, and then eventually I saw them, the duo together as the, the twins, you know, Oh yeah. And what'd you major in? I was a performance major in percussion. Oh, awesome. Percussion. Yeah. Yes. And I used to play gigs with Andy up there in the jazz circuit. And, um, the, I finally met Zach doing, doing, doing the jazz thing and he blew me away. Of course, and the brother unit is pretty amazing too. They they're telepathic and they're playing and something else. And, uh, and then, you know, came down to, Asheville. I grew up here, but I floated back here and I saw exactly how deep into the scene Zach was. He's, he does, he does, uh, does it all and jazz to everything else. Oh my gosh. He, I, yeah, he just, and the more I know about him, the more impressed I am. Mm -hmm. So awesome. All right. So tell us about, about yourself, Alex, where are you from? I am originally from the hilly part of Maryland, kind of north of Baltimore, near mm. the Pennsylvania line. Okay. And I've been in Asheville uh, more than 10 years um, and definitely music and mountains brought me here. I had met someone in Mass. I was up in Massachusetts for a little bit and I met someone they, they, I met, uh, they, they, I was staying at this, uh, this, uh, work study place and, um, my friends showed up. They weren't my friend yet, but I knew we'd be friends cause they were wearing a sundress. They had a backpacking backpack on and in one hand they had a banjo and the other hand they had a fiddle and they're from Asheville. And so we did, we became, we became friends. We, we hiked on the AT a little together. And then, um, and then, uh, I was like, I'm going to move to Asheville. So I did. <laughs> That's all it took. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And how long have you been here? Uh, over 10 years now. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. It's long enough to be acclimated. Yeah. Yeah. 
And once you got here, did you just go ahead and start make a name for yourself on the music scene or did you serve as a side player? I actually worked in wilderness therapy for a while and um, music or wilderness therapy is very time consuming um, because you worked eight days on six days off in the wilderness with troubled, uh, usually very affluent uh, youth. And um, it was, it was really, really uh, neat experience. It was very demanding. And um, in the off shift, I, it would take me a few days to kind of get back to my self because it was really exhausting. And so uh, it took me like a year or two to kind of, I was playing music um, just, you know, for myself, but it took me a little while to start playing out and then to find other people to play with. And my first kind of group or people that I played with in Asheville, I met and were fellow instructors and fellow guides in the woods. Um, my friend Joy played, um, banjo and guitar and she would harmonize on, on my music and, uh, I would, I would harmonize on theirs and we would do some shows. So that was kind of the first and uh, you know, we'd sit in each other's kitchen and, and make music. Hmm. And wilderness therapy. Uh, I, I think that's the first time I've heard of that. Uh, how does one get into such a field? Well, the friend that I had met uh, my friend Elspeth, um, she told me about this, this program that she worked for where she, she got, basically paid to to hike with kids um and she did tell me some crazy stories but um because usually the kids don't want to be there so there it, it sounds like a dream job until you realize that really like half your group might want to run away at <laughs> any given time <laughs> and it's mm. your job to keep them there not by force but by uh but by engaging them in 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 the in the experience but but wilderness therapy is basically uh, an intervention where um, where someone like where someone is like having a lot of troubles in their life, and so they're plucked from their life, and they're they're placed in a group of peers with supportive instructors out in the the woods, and you in. And then you work through a, a program that has levels and you learn different wilderness skills like bow drilling and, and uh, flint and steel fire making and uh, other wilderness skills, how to set up a tarp and all that. You kind of like get plucked out of your life and shocked by, you know, having to survive in the woods. Um, and you, you get a lot of positive affirmation from the group and you just have a lot of time to journal and of course you're being physically active because you're hiking and and so it it really it's a neat experience um even though at first usually they don't like it um but then they usually grow to appreciate it and at least in some way not to say they're they are happy to leave um because they've missed hamburgers and such but because we we eat a lot of rice and lentils um yeah and you probably but, take take away all technology too, right? Yeah, no technology. Hmm. So, you know, it was it was just like 
very therapeutic because it's a stripped down existence and and the things that mattered about life surfaced for Mm -hmm. them and for the instructors and so guiding that was really meaningful to me and I I loved my students and then I that my fellow staff I became really good friends with and um and yeah we would make music we would party we would hike we would go to swimming holes have house concerts all that kind of stuff in the off ships Mm. okay was that in in this area of west north carolina yeah yeah there's several programs actually this is kind of a mecca on the east coast this area for for uh wilderness therapy okay hey that sounds like a good idea for the kids who are getting sucked into their phones too much and losing sight of what's important that's good to know Yeah. yeah 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 okay and uh in the music realm, um, how long have you been a songwriter? I've been a songwriter um, since I was probably uh, like in elementary school, mm-hmm. but not that it, not that I wrote anything good. But right. I just kind of always thought in music. Mm-hmm. So, so it's been. It's, but I I got a piano in middle school, and then. You got a guitar in high school and a drum kit. And I was a drummer for a while. I, I was writing songs um, and I, I didn't really share them with anyone, but my sister, mm. I had a piano, a, a nice piano and um, I did, I was socially awkward and nervous. So I didn't want to play my own song. So I became a drummer in a Christian grunge band, fellow teenagers. Okay. Uh, and um, <clears throat> because I was super religious and, um, and that band fell apart and then i got in another band as a drummer it was like a jason Mraz christian kind of band okay <laughs> and i was a drummer in that group and then that group fell apart and then uh, i made my first band around my music and it was my cousins my cousin david uh plays amazing sax he was 16 at the time and tearing up john coltrane mm. we lived in the country so we didn't really have anything to do but play music so he would practice like seven hours a day and he got really good, really young. And then my cousin, Ange, his sister, we lived like two miles apart and um, she was an amazing piano player and singer. And so that was my first band was with my cousins. And uh, yeah, they went on to do different. Well, my cousin Dave still plays sax, but Hmm. they didn't pursue it as seriously as I did. Mm Mm-hmm but they're both probably much more talented than me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and being in Asheville, did that uh, help kind of um, get your career going as far as being a band leader? Absolutely. I, uh, early on, I, um, I, there was a, I heard about through a friend, I heard about this competition called the Brown bag songwriting competition. Have you heard of that? Of course. Yeah. Um, and obviously with the, pandemic and stuff it hasn't been going recently but um my friend was like you gotta come check it out my friend jenny is hosting this thing and i went and i watched it and then my friends encouraged me to compete and i competed several times lost a lot and then one time i won and then one time i made it to the finals and i lost and then then i did it again the next season and then i won again and then i went to the finals and then i won the finals and it was kind of a huge shock because i was so used to losing at that point (laughs) 
<laughs> um, and it was an honor. <clears throat> and through all of that, I got to meet the community because every week there's different judges, um, usually three judges a week. And um, it would run for like 12 weeks. Uh, so there's people from all, all over music lovers um, in Asheville mm. from all different parts parts of Asheville's music scene mm. and so I got to start to meet people that way and I really am grateful for that competition later I went on to host it and that was super meaningful to create a space where uh, songwriters come compete but really the competition just keeps everyone in the room that's different than an open mic because an open mic you come sing your song and kind of have your moment and leave mm but the competition keeps you there and it keeps you engaged. And um, even though I don't think, you know, competing with one another, when one another is really the spirit of music, but it does keep everyone in the room and it does create momentum and, and stuff. So I really liked um, making that space for songwriters and being a host. And then uh, Debrisa, took over from empire strikes bass brass and many other brands bands and then uh amanda platt from the honey cutters has also been a host and jenny greer and a lot of other people have been hosts and a lot of amazing people you've probably heard of in nashville have been winners so yeah 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 that's a good way to get your feet wet and uh yeah but that's a good point it's funny to have a competition for something as objective and just artistic is and soul bearing a songwriting you know something that may be very important to you and speaks truths to you you know may not speak it to everybody so it's kind of hard to put a, a quantum on that and, and judge it uh but uh you know in this american idol world and i guess that's a a way to to create some some buzz around uh, some sort of event uh but I'm glad that yeah, it's a way to get visibility and get sponsors and community support to up and coming artists. Yeah. But really, like you said, that who's better than who is so subjective and silly. But yeah, totally. Yeah. But yeah, I'm glad you had the opportunity. And then um how long has your uh current um project been together? That the combo, as it were. Um, we have well, the combo has been around for since um, since in this it the combo has been around since maybe so uh, my first band in Asheville was Alex Krug Trio and it was a band with my ex hmm. um, who played violin and then we broke up and I needed to do something different and think outside the box and you know, I was heartbroken. I needed to stretch myself and figure out stuff. So I just really opened up and I started playing with other people. And, um, and I started, like, I met like Lindsay Pruitt started playing with me a little bit and, um, Patrick Armitage and then Kyle Samples, who still plays with me. Hmm. And at that time I still had my bass player, Kevin Lampson. He was with me a really long time till he moved about an hour and a half away. Mm. Um, and then I met Jackson Delaney on lap steel. My friend, Rachel Gramig was singing with me. So 
Um, but we recorded our first album as a combo in late 2015. Mm, yeah. And that group was um, Lindsey Pruitt on violin, Kyle Samples on electric guitar, Bill Berg. That's when I met Bill Berg, Bill Berg on drums. Mm. Um, and then my friend Rachel Grimmig singing. And then me. Oh, and my old bass player, Kevin, who's yeah. amazing. And you're referring to Gentle Spotted Giants, your EP you released in 2015? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gentle, gentle. Good job. You did homework. Yeah, I did a little homework, you know. And uh, is there any tunes off of that uh, release you'd like to showcase here? Yeah, I've got a couple. Um, there's a song called Tohi, which I really love. Mm-hmm. And then there's another one called Divers. Let's uh, take a listen to Tohi. What can you tell us about that tune? Um, well, the, the Eastern Tohi is a, a bird, a songbird. And I, I, you hear it a lot. Birders have, have words they use to describe bird phrases. So they say that the Tohi says, drink your tea. And once you know that phrase, that bird phrase, you hear it all the time. And so it made its way into the song. Oh, that sounds nice. Which well- the song is about having hard times oh okay well let's give that one a listen this is tohi by alex crew combo
And I'm back here with Alex Krug. Uh, and then a few years later, it uh, looks like you went on to record another EP, Sleeping in the Woodlands. Uh, and was this with a, a different combo? The same folks? Yeah, Sleeping in the Woodlands uh, was with mostly the band that I have now. Um, and that's Zach Page on bass, Bill Berg on drums. He stuck with me since 2015, which has been a real gift. Um, he's taught me a lot. Um, and then Jackson Delaney on lap steel, Kyle Samples on electric guitar. And um, Sleeping on the Woodlands has Rachel Gramig on vocal harmony. And the only change in the band since then is Rachel moved to Denver. Um, she's a really good friend of mine. And I absolutely love hanging out with her and singing. Um, but that that became, you know, too long distance. So now um, I'm really excited that Tina Collins from Tina and her pony is now singing harmony with us and has been for over a year and that's been awesome okay and then she's on our newest single uh my best okay and does that title have anything to do with your um your uh nature therapy jobs my best mm -hmm. no sleeping in the woodlands oh sleeping on the woodlands i think it just has to do with my lifestyle which involved a lot of backpacking camping mm. and sleeping outside okay. so it all kind of went together mm -hmm. yeah and it looks like the the track woodlands is the feature track on that one uh what can you tell us about that too um it's about uh feeling like an outsider and um and then the course is about um, kind of the benefits of being an outsider because that kind of means you're an observer and um, and and you have the space for appreciation and and taking notes on what's beautiful, also taking notes, you know, on what's rough, but but really like it's being the outsider isn't always a bad thing. It I'm an introvert. And so it's sometimes hard for me to, to keep up with the pace of some of my friends. And um, so it's a little bit about, about that, but ultimately, you know, being a reflective observant person has its own benefits and it's, it's really, it gives back. So that all that's kind of tangled up in that song. Oh, sounds good. Well, let's listen for ourselves. Uh, this is Woodlands by Alex Crew Combo.
back here with Alex uh, and I understand you have a new single dropping in a couple of days entitled my best um, sounds like this one is out officially as of September 10 and I see you have a single release party going down at Oak and Grist distilling company uh, December 10th at six or, uh, we'll show at seven uh, this is a new uh, venue to me anyway is this uh, out in Black Mountain yeah, Oakingrist is out in Black Mountain. Um, it's owned by my friend Will, and and um, he works with my other friend Ashley. And they, uh, Will's a Warren Wilson grad, and um, he's had the privilege of getting to mentor with some Scottish whiskey makers, some very historic folks, and partner with them. And um, he distills his; they distill their spirits from local grains and the product is just amazing the spirits are delicious and um they've got this outdoor patio with you know some plants and it's covered so if it rains usually you're okay unless it's really windy Hmm. and they make really good cocktails so they don't have a lot of shows there but um they're kind enough kind enough to host us and celebrate our release with us oh good and uh is this gonna this song gonna be part of any larger ep or is this just one one off tune for you this song is i think gonna just be paired with another song um we've got another release later in october 
and I'm hoping to make just a two-sided vinyl. Oh, awesome. Little, just like a limited run. Cause you know, I don't know how many people have record players, but yeah, well more than have CD players. I'll tell you that. Uh, right and, on, right on. And what can you tell us about this tune? My best. Um, it would, I started writing it. I had like the music and the first verse and, um, it took me a minute to write the rest of the song because I, I just had this character in my mind and this character was traveling. They had dressed up and they were going back to a place, maybe a house where they had had an experience with um, with um, somebody they, they loved. And for some reason that didn't work out and they, they left and they're going back there. And so I thought the song was going to be about that journey, about going back and what they found when they got there. But I found like I kept trying to write the second verse and realized that that's not what the song's about, that the song was more about the the process the character was having, where the character was a, a gambler and the course kind of talks about that. And uh, as a gambler, they were, kind of reflecting on relationships and how relationships are kind of like gambling where you, whatever hand of cards you're dealt, um, you, you play it to the best of your ability. And, um, and that's what happens in love and in friendships and whatever that's you play, you make the best decisions you can in the moment, given the information and the experiences you've had, but, really it's a gamble because you can't control how it turns out. So the character ends up reflecting on that and we don't really know what happens when they, um, when they get to their destination. Yeah. That's up to the listener to decide, but yeah, I agree. A relationship is probably the biggest gamble of all, but your whole heart into someone's hands and hope it's in good hands, right? Yeah, totally. Exactly. Yeah. Alrighty. Let's give that one a listen too. This is my best by Alex crew combo.
And I'm back here with Alex. Alex, we appreciate your time tonight, and I really hope this event goes well for you out there in Black Mountain. Um, so uh, do you have any um, performing uh, um, plans in the future, uh, or is it all kind of up in the air? Where are you at? It's a little up in the air because I've just been trying to play out outdoors, and I was really focused on this release and the – and. Uh, but I'm sure that I will be. <laughs> and I, thank you. You've thanked me for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for spinning these tunes and for yeah. having a whole podcast um, about Asheville Sound. So absolutely. Thank you yeah. for all that. Oh, well, uh, it's my honor. It's been a nice way to, to meet some Asheville folks that I haven't met yet. And uh, I look forward to seeing you in the flesh one day soon. Absolutely. Thank you. All right, thank you. And that does it for another edition of the Asheville Sound. I want to thank Alex Krug for joining me today. Please check out her local shows coming up real soon. Until we meet again, y'all take care now. Music starts in the mind and the heart continues in time forever as art and recording can either be tough and annoying or something that's clearly more lush and rewarding. It's gotta be better than just good or great. It needs to hit hard like Babe Ruth at the plate. From rock, hip hop and dance music to blues or pop, hard bop and swing music, you choose. As a working musician, I can truly relate. So let's rap about your project and schedule a date. My name is Matt Williams, producer at The Eagle Room. I'm grateful to have helped so many artists create their music in this wonderful space, where together we have the talent and tools to bring ideas into reality. The Eagle Room is an efficient, full production recording studio with in-house mixing and mastering, high-quality equipment, and award-winning attention to detail. Visit TheEagleRoom.com to find out more.